This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast, episode number 136. Today, it's a heartfelt tribute to truck drivers. I'm your host, Craig. Over there, he's Chris. How you doing, Chris? Good. That was some pretty good emotion you got going on there. I the, the pause. And, I'm a professional. Yeah, you are. I can <laughs> I can see. And also, you know what? It, we're we're doing this because there's a National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. We'll talk about that. Um, but it, it's easy for me to express this emotion because I'm shocked that we haven't done our own just. Straight up tribute too. to our listeners uh, and all truck drivers so this, far. So uh, this, this should be, a, it'll be a fun episode. I mean, it, there's a, there's definitely a soft spot and in my heart for, uh, for truck drivers. And um, we get to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Chris, before we get to all that, I'll just remind everybody to go to hollandassetsllc.com uh, for full show notes and also go to Facebook where you can follow along our adventures and misadventures uh, through, you know, photos. And of course, we post these episodes there and, and gather comments from you all. Make sure you rate and review the podcast. That's very helpful. Uh, and then, oh, also go to MotorCarrierHQ.com. I've been mentioning this because of the, the tools and the people that are there to help you get your uh, journey into owner operatorhood started i'm going with that as a term uh but also it chris where do people go to get this swag that we are currently sporting that's at motor carrier yeah, hq it is, right yeah. in the in the shop feature you can you can buy some of it there chris was irresponsible and did not wear his uh hat but i've got see i've got the very attractive holland assets t-shirt for those on youtube they can actually see this uh and then the uh Possibly, it used to be more attractive, my Motor Carrier HQ hat, but then I sweated through it. You've I've, worn it so much. That, I, you know uh, what? It's not a bad hat. It is. Yeah, it's a good hat. And call me Ashton you, Kutcher you, because apparently uh, trucker hats are back in. So. <laughs> You've outdone me again, making me look bad. <laughs> that is that is uh, literally the opposite of my job, I think. Uh, <laughs> oops. Okay, Chris, before we do, before we do our tribute to the truckers, let's do, can we pour one out? Uh, did anybody have a 40? Is anybody, <laughs> when I need to pour one out for truck number one, because Chris, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It, it, uh, it got sold. We on Friday, just so just, uh, before the weekend started, it's, uh, it's gone. Can you believe that? My heart, yeah, my, I was my heart's say, aching just a little bit. That the green monster, the green monster, my, uh, my, me, me and the green monster, we spent a good solid <laughs> year together. <laughs> And, it was a good uh, relationship too. I'm sad to see her go. So, where where was it at in terms of miles? Do you want to divulge what you sold it for? It was about nine hundred and forty thousand miles, mm. I believe. But there only about three hundred thousand of that was on the new engine. So, oh, okay. in in trucking terms, I mean, it's got a fairly new engine in it. So it's um, got a good life ahead of it. Got a, should have a good life ahead of it. Yep. So that's 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 exciting. Um, we sold, it took a long time to sell and <laughs> probably because we priced it a little too high. Initially, the, the used truck market has, is mm. not in a very good spot right now. Um, we, we started asking uh, right around 40,000, I think a little over 40,000 when we first tried, tried selling mm. it and ended up selling it for 30. 
Oh, wow. Okay. That's yeah. less than I would have thought, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, that market really is a bit brutal at the moment. Which, which is about half of what we paid for it. Um, let's see. Four and a half years ago. Yeah. Gosh, what year was that? 2019? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, time flies when you're, you know, podcasting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the saying. All right. Uh, anything else? Tales from the road? Before yeah, we dive I actually, in? Tale, I have tales from the road. I, have... I went back out on the on the road again last week. Good for you. Yeah, I, I took a, uh, a fun little trip down to Phoenix, Arizona. I think it's actually only the second time I've gone to Phoenix. I went to Phoenix... The, the only time I remember going to Phoenix was right uh, right before I stopped driving. It was one of my last runs, and it was one that I took my son on with me. Oh, wow. And, that must uh, have been fun. It was fun. It was a good good run. But I decided this time um, I, I wanted to possibly go through Page, um, Arizona. You can either the, – the most common routes from Salt Lake to, to Phoenix are through Page or through Las Vegas. Right. Well, Las Vegas is a few more miles, but it's all freeway miles, so it's a little – easier run that way. Um, and so I, I'd never done, I'd gone to page in a car, never in a truck, obviously. So I, I threw out on Facebook, you know, Hey, what are your recommendations from people? Mm-hmm. I got a lot of good recommendations. Uh, nice. And so that, that kind of, um, put me over the edge and decided to go that route. And I'm very glad that I did. It was, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool drive. It's very scenic. Um, lots of Hills, which is kind of a pain in the butt with a fully loaded semi, you know, it was like a 40,000 pound, <laughs> load so yeah. almost you know full on uh, weight wise wow. but it, it, it was fun it was pretty so thanks to everybody who who responded to that facebook post and and gave me your suggestions i i followed them all and uh, all of them except for i somebody recommended navajo fried bread oh yeah uh, i i think going through cam cameron if i remember right i i wasn't able to do that i wish i could have so if i do it again i'm gonna that I'm stuff gonna try is to do delicious yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I was yeah. kind of bummed I wasn't able to make it work. Yeah. Isn't it just fry bread? Chris, I feel like this is important. We need to tackle this and solve it. Uh, Wait, let's get started on our topic today. And then by the end of the episode, I will be able to tell you whether it's supposed to be fried bread or fry bread. Oh, I, that's a good question. I have no idea. <laughs> <It's> a, that, <laughs> he spelling, said, grammar, I mean, not my strong suit. <laughs> well, that's uh, why you get paid the big, big bucks. The big bucks. That that's exactly, that's that is correct. Honest, uh, I will effort that while we talk. Um, okay. Anything else? Well, it was a interesting run. I want to talk a little oh, bit yeah. about it. It, There's so it more. had some hair on it. Um, I, I got down to Phoenix. Everything went well on the way down, um, had a load to bring me back and get down there and go to pick up the load that's bringing me back. And the shipper, when I back to the door, like 20 minutes later comes out and said, Hey, we can't load this, this cargo onto a reefer. And I'm like, what? We talked about this. This is like, you guys knew, or at least the broker, (laughs) the broker knew we were coming in with a reefer trailer. And uh, so to make a long story short, they truly couldn't load us and i'm i'm struggling to figure out why i thought the whole sorry go on with your story we'll come back to why in just a minute well we can we can do the why because well, when, when you told what we started this whole thing back in 2019 you said i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna get the reefer trailer because then i can haul dry van stuff too well there are some dry van loads you can't take with the reefer something I mean, that's, that needs to not be refrigerated it well that and like reefers are a little narrower, mm. they weigh a little more, and they also have the funky floor. Ah, like right. And that's usually the restriction. 
Um, if it's not something palletized, dealing with that floor can be a pain in the butt. Right. Um, and so my suspicion is, is that's more of what it was. It was probably the floor. So they couldn't load it, um, had to cancel it. They the, the broker did pay us a truck ordered, not used fee, 150 mm. bucks. Um, and, and so we start looking for another load. And this is in Phoenix on a, a Wednesday or a Thursday. Let's see. No, it was Thursday morning. Would this have been still in August in Phoenix? Oof. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> yeah. And so we couldn't find anything coming back to Salt Lake. And so we ended up expanding our search, looking all the way out to Los Angeles. What? Before we found anything. 350 miles away. Whoa. Um, same broker, same brokerage, and 350 miles away. And we talked to him, hey, you're sure you can load a reefer on this one? <laughs> you're sure I'm not going to deadhead 350 miles and have the load canceled. They're like, oh yeah, everything's good. This one's solid. We're you're fine. I I, I sense <laughs> I sense that there's more to the story, Chris. Yeah, well, you know, I've got to. Am I leading it on that poorly? <laughs> so so they're all yeah yeah yeah. This one this one's good. You're fine. And so I, I start the 350 miles. Halfway through it, I decided to take a break. It was going to be my only chance of the day to. We talked about fitness last time. Mm. My only chance of the day to be able to do a workout and take a shower. So I, I, I stop at truck stop in Quartzsite, Arizona. Sure, I, I mean, haven't we all? Yeah, it, beautiful place, um, 105 degrees in the middle of the day. <laughs> decide, I, I decide, I'm, okay, I'm gonna do an easy four mile run, low, slow pace, I'd run eight miles the day before. So four miles is not a, I mean, that's a- For you, this is that's not a pretty, crazy. Yeah, it's not a crazy run. Um, decide, okay, it's 105 degrees. It's going to kind of kick my butt a little bit. I'll take a bottle of water with me, which I usually don't. If I'm running for less than an hour, I don't. Yeah, it's 105. Yeah. Um, two miles into the run, I'm like dying. <laughs> Start, you know, walk, run. Um, that is sun sap more energy out of me than yeah. I ever would have thought. And so anyways, it kicked my butt. Don't, uh, don't recommend running in 105 degree heat when you're not used to it like I'm not do do laps around your uh, reefer yeah inside just yeah, <laughs> yeah back exactly. for sprints yeah sprints inside the <laughs> reefer much better idea <laughs> see that's me problem solver so okay but you got a load in, so, in so uh, california get to california it's, it's a load where um i'm i'm going from an xpo terminal to an xpo terminal sure so los angeles to salt lake and they they want me to drop the trailer off at night i'll come back in the morning they'll have it loaded and i can make it back home. Um, about two hours after I drop off the trailer, I get a phone call from Jake. Hey, guess what? This load canceled. I'm like what? Um, and, and so to, uh, I'm going to skip a lot of details, but they end up again, $150 truck order, not used fee, which isn't even enough to pay a driver the 350 miles no. of deadhead. Love so we're going to try to fight that and yeah. try to get a little more out of that to make a long story short we end up finding another load um but i have to go 50 miles further into la because mm. i at this point i'm like I, actually northwest of la so it's pretty easy to get I, i'm pretty sure i can make a home in one day well I, sure i can make a home in one day um but then i have to go another 50 miles the wrong way mm. um Anyway, to make a long story short, I end up actually picking <laughs> so, up that. I've said care, that like careful five times. with your yeah. words there, Chris. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> shut up, Craig. 
<laughs> I end up picking up that load um, and making it all the way home yeah. um, that night. But the, the the moral of the story with this is I'm expecting to get home on Thursday. I don't end up getting home till late, late Friday night. Mm. I use every second of my time allowed driving, including adverse driving conditions because there was a flipping monsoon oh, yeah. in Las Vegas. Um, and traffic was terrible, but end up making it home. But my, my point is, is, you know, it's a pretty good topic and reminder of for today's topic that like trucking is not easy. Like I, I, I ex I'm expecting to get home on Thursday. I don't end up getting home on till Friday. I'm dealing with all these load cancellations, plans changing, going further into LA, dealing with LA traffic. I mean, it just, it was one of those loads where you know, I, I've talked about, you know, it's important for me to drive every now and again so that I remember these kind of things. And, you know, this is, was a perfect example of, you know, a, a reminder, you know, pain is the best teacher mm. of, of um, what our drivers have to go through on a somewhat regular basis. I mean, you're not having this kind of thing happen all the time, but it's not crazy uncommon either it right happens. And so, so yeah so when a driver calls you up and says hey chris here's what happens yeah. you don't automatically roll your eyes and be like okay nice excuse no. yeah I've, like, I've been there it sucks yeah, yeah. No, i it, those kind of things aren't any fun so Fair enough. that was a that was my week last week so that was uh yeah it was a long way to say y'all got a hard job yeah uh hopefully you know hopefully every other week we come along for you know usually 30 to 45 minutes and make your week a little bit better. But speaking of making your week a little bit better, should we talk about, uh, what is it? Truck it's Na national truck drivers appreciation week. Yeah. Do you, do you say appreciation or appreciation? Appreciation. Okay. All right. Is that the right? Am I doing it right? I, I have no, it doesn't matter. Potato, 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 potato. All right. Oh, by the way, fun fact, fry bread, one word. It's actually one word. Really? Yeah. Believe fry it or not. bread. Yeah. yeah, according to okay. uh, the the good and great Wikipedia, the, our our Lord, <laughs> our online Lord Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia knows everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So, uh, how do you want to kick this off? Uh, besides saying, "Hey, great job, guys." Well, <laughs> I want to kick it off by you know saying everybody that's a truck driver knows this. Trucking is actually it's one of the most challenging and demanding jobs that there is out there. It's really a tough job and really there's no better time than right now national truck drivers appreciation week that starts on this sunday the 10th um, to really kind of talk a little bit about that and express our gratitude for what the trucking industry does and what truck drivers do you know specifically truck drivers um, they're the backbone right. of the industry and and we'll talk a, a little bit about that as we get into it but you know one of the things that's kind of interesting you know as i start kind of doing some research and prepping for this episode. So every year the, the, the American trucking association has a, a theme for, um, national truck drivers <laughs> right, week. And right. this, this year it's miles of gratitude. And so I'm, I'm thinking about miles of gratitude. That's an interesting thing. What exactly does miles of gratitude mean? Uh, so I'm going to ask you that question. What, what does, what does miles of gratitude mean? You know, hopefully, hopefully it's a, a measurement of the gratitude we all have for our truck drivers. Right? I, you know, that's kind of the, along the lines of what I was thinking. I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, when I tell my, you know, when, when my kids are really young and I tell them how much I love them, I'm like, I, I put my, you know, you yeah, stretch yeah. your arms out and you're like, I love you this much. 
And and so, you know. Oh, I love you. 350 <laughs> dead head miles yeah, to go pick up go. a yeah. uh, canceled load in LA. Uh-huh. So that's maybe that's what the miles of gratitude. It's like <laughs> way more than this much. You know, we, we appreciate you guys way more than you love your kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sure kids, that's I'm just true. kidding. That's I, not true. I'm, <laughs> we do appreciate you lots. Miles, miles and miles of gratitude. <laughs> So what does it mean? I, I'm guessing that's what it means. Oh, okay. I don't know. There's I like no ex. There's you no were real, teeing this I'm, up like uh, like okay, but here's what they really meant. Yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I, I'm assuming that's kind of <laughs> something along those lines. It's yeah. not just a little gratitude, not an inch, not a foot, but yeah. miles. You know, in in real terms, though. First of all, I got to say, for the last like five years or so, maybe six years, I've been on this kick where it, I I cycle through different words and terms and phrases as kind of like my centering principle. Uh, and gratitude has been the one for a while now. Like I said, five, six years now. Uh, I've been reading a lot about gratitude. Um, I, I think it's really valuable. Uh, it, it's something that we should try to cultivate as much as possible about whatever can possibly deserve it, right? Uh, so that's that's point number one. I like the idea of of just kind of thinking about that, concentrating on that for a, a little while. What do we have to be grateful for when I, it comes to truck drivers? And the, the other thing I got to say, Chris, is that I love um, reading up on layman economics. Okay. I love uh, just c comprehensible economics, <laughs> right? Because there are some incomprehensible oh, yeah. things out there. Right? Um, I just think they're smart. But it's uh, the more I learn about it, the more I come to appreciate or be grateful for certain things. Like <clears throat> the intermodal shipping container freaking changed the world. This thing was revolutionary and we wouldn't have, you know, uh, uh, half of what we do now without something like the intermodal shipping container. And, you know, you dive into these things like that. Asphalt. Asphalt is one of the most mind blowing and consequential developments in all of technological history, as are trucks and therefore the truckers that drive them. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. And kind of along with your your gratitude spill, um, you know, to go with last last um, podcast theme of mental health, like I think mm. having that gratitude and being grateful for things is one of those things that um, helps with your mental health. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, anyway, speaking of intermodal containers, um, I, I'll put this on social media at some point, but um, the, the load in LA that I ended up canceling um, where the XPO terminal is, there is, I don't know what it is, but like they had, they had the biggest stacks of containers I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I took some pictures of them. They, it, if you looked at it at the right angle, it almost looked like three container ships just floating on the land. Oh. Like it was, they were probably seven tall and a hundred a couple hundred yards deep. Like it was crazy. That's was pretty cool. That's a lot. I'd love to see that picture. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, now, Chris, in preparation for this, you went ahead and gathered up some interesting statistics, some fun facts for us uh, to entertain and delight, right? Uh, yeah. So what, what do you got? What do you uh, got so for me? I got these, I got most of these statistics from trucking, you know, the, the American Trucking Association, trucking.org. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I thought these were fascinating. It kind of shows, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about how important truck drivers are to the American economy and, and really our, our American way of life. And, and the, I think these statistics kind of help capture that a little bit. 
Um, just the sheer volumes, like mind blowing. Um, so first one, 940.8 billion in gross freight revenue from trucking. That's 80.7% of the nation's freight bill in 2022. So, okay. Help me understand this. That means that 80%, uh, yeah, 80.7% of the uh, economic or the, the shipping happens through trucks? Yes. Is that yeah. what I understand? The revenue based. Yeah. Revenue. Yeah. The mm -hmm. revenue from. Uh, so almost a trillion dollars in revenue. That's incredible. It's insane. And so, yeah, what else would they be counting? They'd be counting air freight, sh uh, ships. Shipping containers, rail. Rail, yeah, rail. rail would probably be the next biggest one. Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, I just went and drove past Golden Spike here in Utah. Oh, I never, yeah. I'd never been there before. Yeah, it's way Sorry. out there. I don't, I don't want to. Out in the middle of nowhere. I don't want to <clears throat> derail us, oh. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Um, 11.46 billion tons of freight hauled. And that's 72.6% of the total domestic tonnage shipped. Okay. So 80% of the revenue, 72% of the tonnage. Okay. Because yeah. a ship can take, well, a uh, lot. Or a train trains. can take yeah, a lot. Yeah, a train can take a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And this is at notice, we did not say pounds. We said tons. Billions of tons. tons. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. What else? $29.12 billion paid by commercial trucks in federal and state fuel taxes in 2021. It's a lot of money. $29.12 billion. That's, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of potholes on our, I know, nation's, yeah. on our nation's highways. You'd think we'd be able to fix that. That doesn't even take into account the heavy vehicle highway use tax right. we all just paid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. $550 per truck. So that one is uh, $29 billion paid in... Fuel taxes. <laughs> in fuel taxes. And uh, so that one's less fun. Yeah, that's not fun. This one's fun, though. Okay. 327.48 billion miles traveled by single unit and combination commercial trucks. What's a combination commercial truck? So that, that's like truck and trailer. Oh, combination oh, oh, I see. truck and trailer. Okay. So single unit would be like a box truck. Got it. Something like that. Okay. So that, I, I did this math myself. Yeah. This is a fun one. That's 3,521 trips to the sun. To the sun? To the sun. To the sun. To not the, the sun. moon. Not the moon. To the sun. <laughs> 3,521 trips to the sun. That's just in the US. Uh, yeah. In 2021. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. That's a lot of miles. That's The sun is like light minutes away. Yeah, it's, it's it, not close. <laughs> Thank okay. goodness, or we'd get sunburn worse. <laughs> Arizona would be even they, tougher I was to handle. Say, I, I really wouldn't be able to run in the middle of the day if we were much closer. Let's let's make this a science podcast, science and <laughs> economics, Chris. And this seems like a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Now, I, so I, can I do the next one? Yeah. You because bet. I love this one. Okay. I love this one. How many active motor carriers are out there? Uh, the answer: seven hundred and fifty thousand active motor carriers now this is where it gets cool okay first of all that's a lot then you break it down by how many operate how many trucks it, you count owner operators and fleets of 10 or fewer trucks and you're looking at 95.8 percent that's yeah. 95 point they call it 96 percent of the trucks out on the road are operated by owner operators or tiny fleets if you count small fleets not tiny fleets but small fleets with a hundred or fewer trucks 
then we're bumping up to 99.7 percent i guess i shouldn't say of trucks on the road that's 99.7 percent of the motor carriers right which i mean that's that's interesting i mean it's it's funny that we call a a a fleet with a hundred trucks essentially a a small small fleet fleet. yeah 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 that that's not so small (laughs) says the guy with uh, 11 trucks yeah 11 like i I mean that's not terribly small either but you know in in the grander scheme of things you know we're definitely no fedex (laughs) that's true or uh or walmart i I was gonna say amazon that's i swear that's all i see out on the road these days uh okay last one drivers 3.54 million drivers 3,540,000 drivers that is more that is more than one percent of the u.s population men women and children yeah and that, that's, that's like the population of utah that's roughly right. the population of utah yeah so three and a half million drivers uh essentially if you broke it down to all working adults i'm trying to do some quick math here you're looking at like two and a half percent of working adults are driving trucks that's incredible that's a lot that's you know what i i i got a little bit of a chuckle when you sent uh the topic over for the day you say we're going to talk about uh truck national truck driver appreciation week and i was like oh boy everybody gets an appreciation week (laughs) and then i start looking at the numbers and i go holy smokes of course we need a truck driver appreciation week. This is incredible. Yeah, it's it's He's, honestly it's pretty amazing what the trucking industry does for the United States. I yeah. mean, it it touches, I don't care who you are, it touches every aspect of your life. Yeah. Unless you're a hermit living in the woods in a cabin that you built by yourself from the surrounding woods. I even then I bet I could find a hundred things around your little cabin that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's that's kind of the macro numbers. Okay. Looking at trucking as a whole across the country, but it's when you w- once you are a truck driver and once you sit behind the wheel and you're hurtling down the the highway at sixty five, it's not about the macro numbers anymore. It's about you. And Chris, you did this for a year, and. I know that there were things, well, this this last week's stories kind of illustrated. There are things that are not always so great <laughs> about trucking. It's hard. Uh, it's unpredictable sometimes. You know, it's, it's a tough job. But there are things about it that are pretty great. There are. Right? Yeah. So what were some of your favorite things when you were out on the road or just in general as you've uh, gotten to know the trucking industry better? You know, just seeing the country is one of the coolest, like, you know, that, that whole drive down, you know, through page down to Phoenix, you know, mm. I gotta, I gotta see the Glen Canyon dam and driving across the Colorado river is really, really cool. Um, seeing the dam. I, I actually, after you cross the bridge there, there was just enough of a spot that I could pull over park and walk the bridge and, and just took some pictures, just absolutely beautiful, amazing scenery. There's another spot where I, I pulled off where it, it, it almost looks like you're going through a canyon then then you just drop down off the face of the earth. Mm. Really cool. Just get to see all these really cool things all across the country that, I, you know, unless I was driving a truck, there's no other way to, to really see it. And it, it's, that's cool. Yeah. So that, that's one of the things, probably seeing the country for me was like one of the, the coolest things. Did you keep I track got. of how many states you got to drive through? I did, yeah. In fact, this last trip, 
to LA was the first time I'd actually taken a truck into California. Really? It was. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what, for, you know, there, there are reasons for that. Yeah, there are We, we don't talk that. a lot about California during National Truck Driver Appreciation Week. No, I was just going to piss everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get it. We're yeah. not doing that right now, Chris. No, that, yeah. Positivity. Change the subject. Change the subject <laughs> no, so how Do you know how many states off the top of your head? Um, not off the top of my head. It It's most of them, like the most of the ones in the northeast i haven't been to so like maine new hampshire vermont mm, yeah. um and then florida is another big one i have not oh, been to yet okay but i think just about everything else so the continental 48 you know i think it's like 42 43 that i've been to something like that yeah well you know what i'm hearing i i, I can actually hear them chris the, <laughs> the drivers that are listening to us right now going oh boy you want hot in arizona you got to go down to florida where it's humid right uh, yeah i, I but yeah. but I don't care how humid it is when you open up that door of your cab and it's 115 in Tucson, Oof. it punches you right in the it face. Does, especially if you're not standing in the shade. If you're standing in the sun, oh, it, forget it, it'll it. suck the life out of you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I derailed you again. Uh, where are we at? Stuff that you like. Yeah, And um, the freedom of the open road is awesome. You know, sure. you, you, you kind of get a little bit of, you know, feel the wind blowing through your hair type thing. You just, you, you feel free. Like there's, there's that, that's just, it's kind of hard to explain oh, no, until you've done it. But I, I often use the word meditative, you yeah. know? So it's great to have a day where you're sitting behind a wheel and that's what you're doing. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't do this all day, every day, like a lot of these guys do. Uh, so, you know, my uh, perception is going to be a little bit different, but still it's, you're, you're not doing anything else. You're not worried about anything else other than keeping yourself and your load yeah. safe. When, uh, when you're driving down a pristine road, the, the scenery is good. It's almost mm -hmm. like therapy there, when there's not, you're not dealing with like some of the challenges like traffic and some of those yeah. things. And it's a beautiful day and you know, everything's running smooth. It, it is, it's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I complain all the time about I-80, but if you're driving west on I-80 through Wyoming into the sunset on a partly cloudy day, oh, it's, it's glorious. Yeah, yeah, it's glorious. Okay, anything else? Um, yeah, a couple other things. The sense of accomplishment. Like when you when you take a load safely from you know Salt Lake to Georgia and, and you've traversed that far of the country in a relatively short period of time and delivering a product that is going to be meaningful to people, to, to me, that's a sense of, sense of accomplishment. It's like... It's pretty cool to think that you've taken that product that distance in a relatively short period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that's pretty cool. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and another fun thing is just the people that you meet along the road. You know, you you, you meet cool shippers, you meet you know, unique people, and and that's pretty fun. You know, I I just heard the real trucking was the friends we made along the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, that's, I think that's legit. That's a good yes. one. It's uh, one of those things that, you know, I, I'm a naturally introverted guy, believe it or not. Uh, I know that I, I'm pretty gregarious on the show and whatnot, but I, you know, I'm pretty quiet and reserved and I kind of sit by myself most of the time. And uh, it can be tricky for us introverts to open our mouths and make friends and, and kind of just try to break the ice with somebody do it. It's worth it. It is. Uh, you'll have a much happier time out on the road. Even if, uh, I think I talked an episode or two ago about three hour friends. 
uh, go make yourself a one hour friend at the truck stop, you know, while you guys are waiting for the shower to open up or whatever. I, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm more of an introvert than I am an extrovert. But when you've been on the road for, you know, 24 hours and you haven't talked to anybody, it, it, it kind of becomes a little bit easier to be an extrovert because you right. kind of crave that, that social interaction a little <laughs> bit. So that it, it becomes easier when, you know, you, you see somebody in a shipper's lounge or something or in the truck stop that to talk and say, Hey, you know, what's going on? How you doing? Yeah. Where are you coming from? Well, you meet a lot of interesting, cool people. And they are, they are interesting. They are cool. And they would, let me, let me ask you this question, Chris, have you found that truck drivers as a group share any common characteristics? Uh, it, I mean, obviously everybody's different. So you're going to get a, a wide array of the type of people out on the road, but, uh, or maybe I'll put it to you this way. What did you notice about your character that either you relied on or needed to build up better in order to succeed out on the road, especially when you were out for that first year? Um, what, what does it mean to be a truck driver? I, you know, I, I think one of the things you kind of have to get used to is just, you know, that alone time. You have to be mm. good with, like, I, I've, I've got one of my very best friends is a complete extrovert. And he would go batshit crazy within like 12 hours of sitting in a truck, not talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, you, you've got to be, you've got to kind of get used to that. You've got to be good with that. And then, you know, I, one of the things that I think kind of sticks out to uh, about me about that, that seems to be a little bit more of a common thread with truckers is, um, you know, they are um, very proud of what they do mm. um, and, and, and proud of the, the, you know, the impact that they have on on the U.S. economy and and that they do are doing a a hard job and so that you, you don't see that in every industry you don't see that in every kind of job type where people really are proud of who they are and what they do yeah yeah I mean hey I I worked in a for a marketing firm for five years and uh, you do not have that same sense of accomplishment you know when you're like hey we sold this many yeah you know worthless doodads or subscriptions or whatever it's like oh well but if you can actually haul a load of goods that people need and want that's yeah. that's a different feeling and and there are you know there are a lot of other characteristics that are are very common within the trucking industry like you know for example hard working they're they're super hard working people um like i said initially it's, it's a very challenging and demanding job and, you know, I can't think of, of many other industries out there where the expectation is that you're going to work up to, you know, 14 hours a day. You're going to deal, deal with really weird schedules. One day you may be driving in the middle of the day and the next day you have to be driving in the middle of the night. Like it's, it's hard to make those transitions and, and be able to operate safely. And, um, not, not a whole lot of people can do that and all while being away from, home for for an extended period of time I mean, right truck drivers are truly some of the hardest working people out there yeah and very independent very independent yeah yeah what are the characteristics do you see um you know uh, kind of along those same lines are willing to do jobs that uh, a lot of other people aren't they're dependable you know they're they're waking up they're making their deliveries on time showing up to receiver on time um not having to be you know you're not having to have their hands held uh, you know, there are drivers out there that are like that, but for the well, most part, they're, they're, they're doing this on their own. They're taking mm -hmm. charge. If we it, it, think about it this way, yes, there are exceptions to that rule, but do they last? 
No, no, not, they don't. Not usually. Or and, and if they do, they're going to do it at a low paying and, rate. Maybe you know local. <laughs> yeah. No, they 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 don't because usually in those situations they're miserable and they're making everybody else around them miserable, and so yeah. they, you know, they don't last in the company they're at. They typically don't last in the industry. You know, that's that's it. And yeah. you know, n- another thing that's pretty cool about truck drivers is they they're dealing with government regulations. Um, they navigate that well, um, even though it's a challenge and usually not fun. You gotta stay pretty zen about that stuff. Dude, yeah. <laughs> At a certain sure. point, just let it go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll deal with the regulation. All right. Uh, yeah. What else? And, and you any, know, the else? last thing that I've got, and this is like, it seems kind of funny, but it's really, it's really pretty badass, honestly. One of the cool things about a, a truck driver is they can parallel freaking park a a, a seventy foot <laughs> semi. <laughs> With a, a tractor and a trailer, like it's no problem yep. when more than half of the Americans out there can't do the same thing with a damn car. With a two-door Mazda. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like most Americans can't parallel park, and these guys can parallel park a semi-truck. Yeah. I, I think that's you, like that's a, that's a skill set that most people <laughs> can't even dream of having. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny you say it that way because uh, you were leaving the studio, um, gosh, a few weeks ago maybe and i we were joking back and forth as you were walking out and you laughed and said oh we got to get you into one of these trucks one of these days right uh, ha 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 you know and you walked away and i went in and my imagination starts going oh, what would that be like if i were actually driving and you know the the glorious open road you know heading off into the sunset that sounds great i can do it you put me in a yard <laughs> or ask me to parallel park one of those things. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. It takes a certain set of skills. That's for sure. <laughs> I used to do that with box trucks. I worked for U-Haul for a while, so I would park box trucks. That's not the same, Chris. No, that's no, not. not the same. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else you want to cover on this topic of appreciating our drivers and maybe our trucks themselves? I, I want to one little thing just to kind of help bring this all together and put things into perspective a little bit. If, if you have any doubt of how important um, truck drivers are to um, America, think about what happened during the COVID pandemic. Mm. If if you remember right, when the COVID pandemic first hit, um, tons of stuff got shut down. And, And in fact, the government said, okay, there's these specific industries that can continue to operate because they are extremely critical. Mm. And and let's talk about you know some of those industries that ended up getting shut down. Um, education, you know, kids essentially had to be taught from home, and that didn't work very well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> taught, trust me, taught by, in quotation marks, yeah, taught. Um, so education, as we knew it, shut down. Most retailers shut down. Mm. Tourism shut down mass transit shut down that's buses airlines everything auto manufacturers shut down um in-person dining at restaurants Mm. shut down sporting events no nfl no college football no basketball um all that shut down and even a lot of medicine shut down like the only thing that hospitals took care of were emergencies like there was no, if you needed a knee replaced, mm-mm. Yeah. that was all that was shut down. So tons of these things that are typically considered important were shut down. What happened to the trucking industry? 
it kept going as hard as it could. Not only did it keep going, it was not one of those that shut down, but they actually relaxed the regulations. The hours of service, mm. basically um, under uh, the emergency declaration, for the most part, for many things, especially like like what we did, reefer stuff, food resupply, you could, you could they, they completely lax the regulations. You could drive basically as many hours as you need to, as long as you felt safe, and you didn't have to like essentially shut the truck down until you got to wherever you were delivering, and then you had to do a 10-hour reset. So I, I made it across the country like in record time, like <laughs> half the time it would, not maybe half, but pretty close to you know, half the time it would normally take right. because, you know, not only did they not shut trucking down, but they tried to expand it and make it, you know, like we More had to work efficient. as hard as we could to, to keep, you know, America supplied with their essentials. So what you're saying is America doesn't run on Duncan. It runs on diesel. It runs on diesel. Yeah. There yeah. you go. All right. Uh, excellent. Chris, um, final thoughts. And yeah, a, a couple, one really big final thought is, you know, I've driven for a year, so I, I, I don't have nearly the experience. I, I haven't done this nearly as much as, as a lot of the other drivers out there. And I've spent most of my, you know, career in the trucking industry, not in a driver's seat, but in kind of one of those ancillary positions that supports the trucking industry. So, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of folks that do that, you know, us at Motor Carrier HQ, um, you know, shippers, receivers, you know, the warehouse workers, dispatchers, um, mechanics, you know, there's a lot of people that, that support the trucking industry. And, and one of the things that I try to reiterate to people all the time that, that are in those roles is that none of us would exist if it wasn't for truck drivers. We all have our jobs because there are truck drivers. And you know that's how critical and important this role as a truck driver is in our nation. Nothing would get moved, the economy would freeze if it wasn't for truck drivers. And so, like we all need to um, recognize that and realize that, and do what we can to thank drivers for what they do on a day daily basis. Yeah, it's uh, gets into the gratitude thing we talked about, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it, I know we're l almost literally preaching to the choir here, but, uh, if there is anybody listening who maybe doesn't feel like they quite grasp how big a deal this is, go to someplace like trucking.org and find some of these statistics, you know, read a book. I, there are a million articles about out there about how vital, uh, logistics is to making your life possible to live the way it is. Yeah. Uh, it's important to have that gratitude. The trucking industry is like the backbone of the U.S. economy, mm -hmm. and truck drivers are the backbone of the trucking industry. If it wasn't for truck drivers, you know, we'd basically be like a, a blob of blood and guts, like <laughs> strewn out on the floor. Like there'd wow. be no substance to anything if as, it wasn't for. Truck as drivers. though it had been hit by. Hang on, something <laughs> a, tra I gotta, a freight train. Oh, sure. Because a truck driver would never do that. That's that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> uh excellent well good chris uh i i know i already said final thoughts but i i think um yeah what, what yeah, else do you have I, on I, this I, all i want to do at this point is just thank you know first and foremost i want to thank the the team of holland assets drivers out there 
um, Larry, Trudy, Tyler, Shelly, Jeannie, Thomas, Paula, Charles, and Joel. They're, they're our current drivers. Mm. Um, thank you to them. And thank you to all you other 3.54 million drivers out there. You know, I, I truly appreciate everything that you do. So from the, the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of the heart of my family and the Motor Carrier HQ family, thank you um, for everything that you do. We truly appreciate and understand your sacrifice and, and thank you for, for everything. I, you know, I, I can't say thanks enough. It's, it, it is really, truly a heartfelt gratitude for all that you guys do. Yeah. Well, I, it's kind of hard to uh, improve on that. So I guess the, the impact tip today, Chris, the impact tip is, uh, Hey, thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thanks everybody. Take the, take the rest of the day off. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> um, all right, Chris. Well, I, I like that. This is, it's good. It's one of those, uh, I'll no longer ever roll my eyes at, uh, you know, truck driver appreciation week. I might roll my eyes at some of the other appreciation weeks that we have, but not this one. It's it's definitely deserved and warranted. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks to all of you for driving and thank you very much for listening as well. Uh, kind of along the lines of what you're talking about with uh, the support crew around trucking. Well, consider us a very, you know, far out ancillary version of that. We wouldn't exist without this in industry, obviously. And so we appreciate you driving and we really appreciate, appreciate that you listen. Um, make sure that you share us if you like what we do. And uh, other than that, Chris, I already gave my spiels at the top, so... Hollinus, that's LLC.com, motorcarrierhq.com. And with that, we'll see you next time. All right. All right.